0: Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. We got a lot to get to this show. We're going to talk about how we got here, how Arizona is in this position, and um, rehash a little bit of yesterday, and then talk about the Big 12, but we're going to go school by school here and talk about all of this. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Keep it a locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get through this show. We're going to talk about what happened here to the Pac 12. And first and foremost, I think the question that everybody needs to know, or the question that uh, uh, we all need to know uh, is how exactly did we get here? And I think a big part of the ad equation is, and we talked about it yesterday, but we're going to talk about it again today because it's important and I want to talk about it. Um, the big thing about it is this was done. Arizona was undone by academic uh, snobbery, pretentious, uh, pretentious nature, everything involved right here. Um, came with uh, came with the Pac-12 and a lot of it, too, is just not under uh, understanding the uh, understanding sports. Um, um, and what I mean by that is not understanding the importance of sports. And again, um, that's kind of where that's kind of where it is. We uh, we talked about Michael Crow a great deal. And not only is Michael Crow, I think, uh, emblematic of uh, everything that's kind of wrong with sports here in uh, at the U of A. Or in the PAC 12, but again, just another guy that does uh, um, uh, just another guy that doesn't really quite get it. And what I mean by when he doesn't quite get it is he doesn't quite get it, and I think that's what's frustrating for a lot of people. When you talk about the uh, uh, the facilities and whatnot, um, they're not good enough. When you talk about uh, the media deal that was there we those weren't good enough either so um that's all kind of important stuff right there that we all need to be keeping a uh, keep a close eye on now um a couple things too that we also need to talk about is the rest of the priorities in the conference right there because a lot of these priorities in conference were not um to put it uh, to put it mildly we're not really ever taken care of um i think one of these things as um I think one of the things that we uh, you look at is Cal, Stanford, Cal especially. Cal didn't care about sports, and I think that's a problem because I remember when I was growing up, Cal did care about sports. Even though they were cheating, it was fun. You had Jason Kidd. You had Todd Bozeman. You had Lamon Murray. You had Sharif Rahim. That was fun, uh, especially at Cal You had Aaron Rodgers. Um, you had reggie robertson sworrow great who started there uh you had a lot of different uh, you had a lot of different uh entities stanford was always solid in basketball and b- more than solid like a top 15 program good in basketball um so there's that then uh you've got some other schools too like oregon state i get the wayne tinkle went Winter- to an elite eight. That's cool. Totally understand that. I appreciate that tip of the cap to Wayne Tinkle on that one, but also Wayne Tinkle, um, Wayne Tinkle was, uh, has not been a good coach there. I don't really know how else to put this, but Wayne Tinkle has not been a good coach. And not only has he not been a good coach, um, he has been a, uh, he's been a you know, pretty subpar when he hasn't been able to bring out, when he hasn't been able to bring out his talent. um, He's always had an issue right there. And that's always been a, I think that's been a problem. I think that's been a tad problematic for, uh, for him is that uh, when he doesn't have his son or the coach's son, it's been an issue for him. And again, Do you watch him and say that uh, that is a uh, that's a man who uh, understands what he's doing? No, I don't think so, and I don't think that you uh, I don't think that you uh, probably think that either. And it's just not good enough for the honest. a second and when i say uh, and when surprise was kind of the way it is i would doubt stanford does but i could certainly see cal doing that got some other schools then too that you're wondering what exactly is going on asu is another one you got like a those facilities are not good enough right there they're just not and for michael Crow to sit here and tell people that they are You got a lot of these guys, but when Michael Crow is kind of the voice of reason, I, uh, I apologize about that having a slight connection issue right there but when Michael Crow is your voice of reason right there in the Pac-12 that's always going to be a little bit of an issue and he's the one again that kind of put Arizona put a lot of different schools in this and there's a reason that Larry Scott I think Robert was kind of rubber stamped throughout all of this it's not good and quite frankly uh, a lot of people deserve a lot better than what he was able to do for them now when it comes to uh the when it comes to some of these other uh, situations in play right here. I think it's also fair to ask, um, how did we get this far without a media deal? Well, we got this far without a media deal because these conferences drastically overplayed their hand. They drastically overplayed their brand. Do you know what I'm saying right there? And revival, it's about um, getting everything getting everything to where it needs to be. And that has not happened here with the PAC 12. Um, Streaming wasn't an option at this point. And not only was streaming not an option, it just wasn't, uh, there was no no possibility of this ever working, to be honest with you, Um, because we're not far enough along. Now, streaming is the wave of the future. Everybody knows that, but that future is still probably five, six, seven years off the majority of people's parents are not going to want to watch a game on Apple TV. That's just the way it is. People like Michael Crow don't get that. Um, And not only do they not get it, it's, uh, I think it's something that is completely foreign to them to be honest with you. Um, So then, so there's that. Then I'll tell you what, let's talk about eBay motors first. And then we're going to talk about some of this. uh, Now we're going to talk about Oregon and Washington and what they, uh, how they played in all of this. But first, Hold on. eBay Motors. All right. I don't know why this is not showing here. This is very annoying. All right. eBayMotors.com. The right parts, the right fit, the right prices. eBay eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right. Check it out. eBay Motors. Again, cut out the middleman right there. Make yourself... Save some money for yourself. eBay Motors is here to help you. Help them help you because eBay Motors is right here for you. Okay. Um. And again... Uh, you know a mechanic this is a great thing get this stuff then go uh to the uh, mechanic get it taken care of save some money in the process i can guarantee you that i am doing that one as well because i am a cat all right now um the northwest schools right here oregon and washington oregon and washington here that always felt like a matter of time before they were going to bounce to the big 10. and i think they were just Strictly using this as a negotiation tactic, um, and not only were they using this as a negotiation tactic, they were using it as a, um, you know, here's how media, here's how media played out, here's how media has played out. Not only is media, not only is, uh, not only was uh, everybody, all the national types fooled, um, but when I say that the national types were fooled i'm saying that they were fooled because they bought all that hook line and sink yesterday that uh that these uh, uh oregon washington were going into this meeting with every indication that they were going to uh get that and that is uh i can guarantee you of that that was always going to be somewhat of a dilemma um so they put it out there they leak it to mcmurphy guys like that and mcmurphy and all of them Thamel, they run with it And then within going into the meeting, Oregon and Washington were uncomfortable with the Apple sign up. Like they weren't uncomfortable with it before. Then we find out within three or four hours, they're off to the big 10 and honestly, they're good fits, especially Washington from a cultural academic athletic perspective. Washington makes a lot of sense for the conference. Um, Oregon, Oregon does too. Oregon is just so reliant on Phil Knight though, to be able to uh, really, um, you know, to be able to really fund everything, right there, and I don't know that Phil Knight is—I uh, don't know that Phil Knight is going to be able to um, uh, make this work as long as uh, you know when he does. You know when he moves on, we'll just put it to you like that. That's kind of where I think Phil Knight is now. A uh, couple other things right here with uh, uh, th- with the Pac-12 is. Um, why in the world would you have thought that Oregon and Washington were going to sign up for this? Because, again, all that they wanted was stability in this entire situation. And when I say that they wanted stability, they wanted a place that they knew that they could call home for the next six or seven years. And when this next round of consolidation occurs, they were going to have a home. They, didn't, uh, they don't have that in the Pac-12, and that was never going to be a case with Apple TV. They have that in the Big Ten right now, and it makes a lot of sense because, again, you got the L.A. schools right there. Then you got the Big Ten ones as well. Now, um, what does this mean then for the corner four schools? Now, the corner four schools were still the one that was going to make this one happen. And quite frankly, um, it makes a ton of sense because Arizona, Arizona, ASU, Colorado, Utah – they were not uh their brands get buried on apple tv especially arizona basketball we know how much arizona basketball means to this city and their brands would 100 percent be buried on that network that was not something that anybody wanted to uh have happen or occur and so there was always that aspect in play then there were some other things too that you got to think about um if you're arizona if you're uh if you're arizona and you have the Big 12 right there. They're offering you stability, and not only are they offering you stability, they're offering you—they're um, offering you a way to um, a way to uh, uh, you know basically put your brand out there and play against the best teams in the conference. It kind of becomes a no-brainer. But if you're also though, if you're uh, Bobby Robbins, you also have a few aspects in play that you got to think about that you are an academic here. And I don't mean that in a negative light, but, you know, there's talk that he could maybe run Stanford at some point. And if he runs Stanford, then um, yeah, that uh, you don't want to piss off Stanford. So again, the way that this unfolded was great because Arizona did all of its cursory research on getting into the big 12, was ready to rock and roll. And then the conference came in and at the meeting, obviously, the numbers weren't good enough. And Washington and Oregon said that um, we're, we're bouncing. Sorry, nothing personal. We're heading out. Um, and it makes sense. Again, when you have those kind of options, you're going to leave. And nobody should have really been taken surprised by that. I think it also just goes to show you, too, how the media is used in all of this because the media is – the media was pretty much complicit in all of this, quite uh, to be honest with you, because I don't really know that anybody should have thought that there was going to be a really good Pac 12 deal that was going to be done right there. Because honestly, there was no idea, there was nothing in uh, uh, there was nothing to indicate that, and not only was there uh, not only was there nothing to indicate, um, there was also every indication too that it was not going to be there because you don't go a year in contract negotiations and never put a media deal out there and say, and then come up with that lame line that, Oh, the media, the deals are just getting better and better as uh, the year goes on. Come on. That's not how things work. We all know that right here. Um, and so again, if you bought that, if you bought that hook line and sink, that's on you, that's not on me. You shouldn't be believing that anyways, because again, I got something, I, I got a, uh, I got a uh, island that I could sell you that you'd never be able to get to as well. But Klievkoff was behind the the curve on this the entire way and the uh, conference was as well. But I think deep down, everybody kind of knew that there wasn't going to be a media deal there because, again, Apple TV is pretty cutthroat. Apple TV will cut that deal and not even think twice about it because, again, they don't need you. Pac-12 needed Apple. Apple didn't need the Pac-12. And it wasn't like ESPN and Fox were going to go out of their way to try to save the Pac-12. I mean, why would they? They already are invested in the other three major conferences or the other four major conferences. Why would they send a lifeline to the PAC-12, which has behaved themselves into the situation to begin with? It made no sense, and it made no sense from day one, honestly. Um, So there's that. Then- with uh, with ASU, that was always going to be a little bit of a dilemma because what we talked about a billion times, ASU was totally fine with just staying in the conference. And not only were they totally fine with staying in the conference, they were, um, I think that they were drag kicking and screaming. So the fact that Michael Crow goes out there and says they did everything to try to keep the conference together, well... Technically he's being honest. Um, he did do everything to try to keep the conference together, but he, uh, he was also again, the guy that rubber stamped Larry Scott. So you don't get to have credit on both fronts right there. You tried; you're responsible for destroying the conference, but at the same time, you can't sit here and say that you also were trying to keep the conference together. That's not how things work. Um, But that's also why it's also very impressive that we have Bobby Robbins in here that was able to massage Michael Crow's ego because Michael Crow, again, not happy that he's being usurped by a president 15 years his junior at the University of Arizona and probably not happy that he's being usurped by somebody that likes sports as well so there were a lot of aspects in play here and arizona handled it perfectly because again arizona gets into the big 12. nobody blames them for breaking up the pac-12 and not only does nobody blame them arizona's looked at being on the cutting edge of all this stuff so again there's some pretty good stuff there let's talk about now what uh, the future holds for the remaining schools here Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making it your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, the remaining schools, well, you know, I feel kind of bad because there's a lot more Oregon State fans out there than I thought there were, honestly. I didn't know that there were this many. Um, I feel bad for Oregon State, and I feel bad for Washington State fans to a lesser extent. I don't know why, but they were, uh, they're kind of, they're kind of left hanging, they're kind of left hanging. I mean, it's not uh, it's not something that you want to see if you're a Pac-12 fan, that's for sure, or a uh, fan of Oregon State, but they're pretty much left hanging right there. Um, maybe uh, they get a lifeline from the Big 12. I doubt it, but maybe they do, or maybe they end up in the mountain West and they dominate that. I could see it, but Oregon state's a cute little program right there. And like I said, they've uh, their uh, fans have done, I think a pretty good job here. Like I said, there's a lot more of them than I thought Washington state, I think is totally screwed. I I hate saying that because Washington state's got some pretty good history, but I don't know what they're going to do. And then I would try to take major, major cuts to get into the big 12 at this point. Um, Cal, like I said, I could see Cal getting rid of sports. I don't think they really care that much about it. Um, Stanford, Stanford, I could see going independent, or I could see Stanford actually ending up at the Big Twelve or a Big Ten at some point, just because the Stanford academic brand is so big, and the fact too that they've been good at football is also a uh, is also a feather in their cap. But those schools, like I said, it's going to be difficult for them because. Um, maybe or Like I said, maybe Oregon State gets a life raft. I don't see Washington State getting one, to be honest with you. And not only do I not see Washington State getting one, I think it's going to be very difficult for that to happen. I think Oregon State is actually viewed as a uh, hotter commodity there. But that's just kind of where we are in college sports. I know that people don't like it. I get it. Um, I don't necessarily love it either. But this is survival of the fittest at this point. And by survival of the fittest, I mean that – You're, uh, you got to be able to, uh, you got to be able to lock this one in right here. And I think that's what's exciting about all of this. So, um, tomorrow, though, we're going to talk about the best basketball conference in the country right now because the Big 12 is the best basketball conference in the country. It's going to be weird being in the Big 12, um, being around other really good basketball programs, but it's also going to be exciting, though, because again, Arizona won't be able to get by with Fool's Gold. They're going to have to be able to, um, They're going to have to be able to uh play really well against good teams and tommy lloyd is good enough that he's going to be able to get the players he needs to be able to make that one work it's going to be exciting though so we're going to talk a lot about that and what big 12 basketball will mean and again we will uh, we will be all over that um but as always arizona in the big 12 we needed this to happen this was great news for the conference this was great news for uh everybody in the uh everybody at Arizona mainly because you stay alive you stay relevant and all of that continues to work out for you but again also big tip of the cap to uh president robbins right there and to dave hickey for making this one happen you guys did uh, yeoman's work right there because and again trust me i know that it wasn't easy all right like i said we're going to talk big 12 tomorrow we're going to talk big 12 basketball what exactly uh, the conference has in it what the marquee programs are, all of that stuff. But as always, really, really appreciate you guys keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. We are in day-by-day mode. We might get to a little bit of Arizona football later in the week. We'll see. There's a lot of different options. But again, we're going to really focus here on expansion and what has gone on with the conference. But as always, really appreciate all of you making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. Bear down, back the A. We will be back with you first thing tomorrow. We'll talk with you then.